2: Me. Margaret what? She got me. Holy shit. What? Was that not ridiculously
1: insane?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that uh, That is a new tool that I have figured out how to use. Yeah, with
0: audio and stuff. And, uh,
2: yeah, we have, uh, believe it or not, we have audio recordings from Janet. All right, Janet.
0: Janet, the possessed old man.
2: Yes, Janet or Joe Wilkins. Uh, by the way, this is We Are Starting a Cult. We're we back. Are. Uh, this is episode two, round two of the Enfield Poltergeist. and uh,
0: Starting a Cult.
2: That was a little snippet of the uh, interview, I guess you'd say, with the possessed soul. And uh, there's more to it that we will get to in a little bit. I just wanted to tease you all a little well, bit with we'll where we're going. finishing it
0: up this week, I think, right? But yeah, yeah, so yeah. there
2: there you go. There's a little intro into uh what was happening in uh the Hodgson home over there across the pond in the great old uh you know, United
0: Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about the voice, I suppose. Right. Oh, I got a lot yeah. of Voice. It showed the up voice. at like three months after all that stuff started, right? It's like, it like a late period.
2: It shows up when you least expect it. Yeah.
0: And apparently the time to least expect things was around the holidays, which was December of 77. Santa. It, yeah, Santa's coming to town.
2: Big bad Santa's going to come and possess you. But yeah,
0: apparently that's when this voice all like started and stuff. And like from the recordings, like that's a little snippet. We couldn't find like many recordings of it. Because not a lot of them are out there. Apparently, there's like many. Oh, there's
2: over an hour out there. There
0: is over an hour, but there were like many, many hours oh, yeah. recorded, no, they, they probably recorded of this voice what, and like 40, conversations with it. Yeah, 40
2: to 50 hours.
0: Something like that.
2: They don't want you to know it. This is what the government's hiding from you people. Yeah. I don't know if that's true.
0: I don't know, man. What Which government would be hiding it? Would it be the British or ours?
2: Probably both. I also forgot to mention, before we jump into the voice here, f- full on, yeah. uh, Mitch is here. I I got a little of himself. He is. And he's
1: sitting right here on my shoulder like a parakeet. Glad to be on the podcast. This episode is exciting. I do enjoy uh, demonic Flash <laughs> Flashback to ten minutes ago,
0: you're like, what's the podcast on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You were wondering, but now you have
2: wondered no more. Okay, that's that's my little intro spiel there. We're ready to, there you uh, go. Yeah. to begin the process of the podcast. Let's do
0: this shit. All right, yeah.
2: So, the voice.
0: <laughs> Let's do it, yeah.
2: Shall we? Shall we? Shall we?
0: Yeah, yeah the voice. It appeared in December of 77, about three months after all the activity began. And like we were saying, there's like many, many hours uh, recorded of Janet speaking in this voice. Uh, yeah, and apparently during these recordings, there were sometimes when there was a contact microphone that was placed on the back of Janet's head that would pick up a different and louder kind of like frequency than most mics. Yeah, would from any other angle. So like it, it was they were covering like, it was all the angles. from like yeah the back of the head. They were ready. They were, they were ready. covering it all, recording everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've, uh, at some point, like, because his voice is fucking weird, right? It sounds like a guttural smoker who's been in Skid Row for a couple of years. I don't know. Something the band like or the location? Yes, they sound the same. Okay. Now, okay. That's fair. after singing like
2: that, are you joking? Speaking of which, uh, completely off topic, uh... Say goodbye to Neil Pert. Yeah, what the hell? Just wanted y'all to know that. Yes, Do
0: you not know Neil Pert died? No, he, died
1: he died today. At the today. age of sixty-seven. Damn, I'm just finding this out
2: now. Yeah, sorry, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because uh, we're talking about these things. And, uh, Neil Pert, you know, I, just, I I don't know why Skid Row made me think of that. I was just thinking about music. <laughs> That's I don't know. music. Yeah.
0: Sorry, but no, <laughs> fine, dude. Uh, oh, yes. All right. So also. Uh, About this voice. It's fucking weird. Uh, Investigators approached a speech therapist at some point regarding the voice. And uh, they were unable to determine where from, like from where in her body, basically like the diaphragm, the throat, wherever. They were unable to like kind of determine where it was actually coming from and uh, how she was managing to speak like this. For such sustained periods of time. Yeah, like that. I did that. Can you do that? Can you do that for hours? Because she was known to speak in that voice for hours on end. I do want to do something. No problem.
2: Can we all try to do a voice similar to that and see how it
0: works? Sure. All right. You
2: want want me to start? I'll try it. I don't know if I can do it. I I really don't know. I have to breathe in. (laughs) You're not saying anything.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. You have to speak in a British accent, too. Did you just like? <laughs> oh shit, that hurt! You have to recover now. <laughs> oh, Jeez. Oy, cunt. That oh, I can't. That. Oh, all right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh, <Oy. laughs> mate, I don't know. Oh, I got one. oh wait, no one of his one of the favorite things to say from this voice was
1: "fuck off." <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one, guys. Oh. I have genital herpes.
2: No, okay. There we go. Now that we've all done, (laughs) Mitch is making some reveals today. I couldn't sustain it for more than ten seconds. That hurt my chest.
0: I'm just not. uh, I just don't know how to do voice things.
2: Could any of you do that for more than, let's say, eight minutes? I
0: couldn't even do it just now.
2: (laughs) So I just want you to know. I mean, we're not professionals, but we're also not uh, little girls. So they're 11 years
0: old. Yeah, that's another thing to remember. Janet is 11, and that voice you heard at the beginning was coming out of her. Yes. And, and like uh, I said, she could sustain it for hours on end, just in you'll conversation.
2: See, you'll see here shortly. We have more clips to plug in. Uh, there are moments where Janet talks like this nonstop for three minutes. And that might not sound that impressive, but just in what we're able to show you on this podcast, that should blow your mind that she's able to do that. Yeah. Just a thought. Just a
0: gosh just darn thought. A freaking thought, yeah. So uh, the therapist that I was talking about, the speech therapist, who uh, <sighs> it was just basically like, I don't fucking know. Uh, she, it was their professional opinion that uh, the voice resembled a false vocal cord tone.
2: Hell yeah, Whatever death metal. Means.
0: Yeah, death pretty metal. much.
2: I was looking into that a little bit last week after I. Uh, I, I think I was meant. I brought that up in passing. And essentially, what I understand it to be, in a very novice explanation, is that you project sound from the diaphragm and the diaphragm yeah. alone. So the no, vocal Like metal chords, singers and yeah, shit? But yeah, because like, you can hurt
0: yourself if you do that without doing it properly.
2: Yeah, so like in this case, the vocal cords do not move. It's almost as if you're not speaking, but you can project and
0: that actually kind of comes out later. Yeah, uh, which I'll get into. It's in like strange a minute.
2: that that's a thing, but that is real. But again, that's one of those things where I mean, I'll talk about some of the controversy later, but it's not something that can be sustained. Yeah. for that long.
0: There you go. Yeah, and also it was a uh, there was a uh, ventriloquist mm-hmm. that was brought in to actually kind of consult on the voice thing and like actually discuss the logistics of it. And uh, he said that he, even the most talented and, like, convinced, convincing, I don't know, and, like, I don't know, just seasoned ventriloquists would not be able to sustain a voice like that for more than 15 minutes. Yeah, no, exactly. It's and 15 strange. minutes is a stretch, you know? But, uh, yeah, I guess moving on with it, um, there was, uh, like, while this voice was present and it was speaking through Janet... There uh, there were a couple of experiments that were conducted around this, and one of them was by physicist John Hasted, Hasted maybe, uh-huh. and uh, phonetics expert Adrian uh, Forsen. They conducted an sper- experiment with Janet uh, regarding the voice by using a laryngograph. Laryngograph? Uh, using this device, they discovered that an effect known as plica. Ventricularis, ventricularis, uh, something like that, uh, which is where the muscle tension in the throat can produce sound independent of the vocal cords. It's kind of like what you were talking about with the metal like vocalists, right? Yeah. However, uh, there are known side effects to this that follow the condition, uh, which include, uh, but are not limited to, about six weeks of hoarseness and a sore throat, but none of these things were ever uh, exhibited by Janet. Before or after she was doing it.
2: Can we call her Jan? I just want to call her Jan. Jan Janie.
0: Get a little familiar with these characters? Yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah. All right, sure. You like her a lot, so let's call her Jan. I like the Jan. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like the the metal vocalists, uh, you know, it's more of a muscle tension rather than a voice box going on here. But it's weird. Yeah, she would talk in this fucking uh, voice, and... Uh, just be able to talk in her regular eleven-year-old voice right afterwards. Yeah, interchangeably. No change. Um, no hoarseness.
2: I think it's about time that I uh, we we play the second clip.
0: Probably, yeah. Just to get a, a better because uh, it talks way more in this.
2: Yes. No. This one is a full-blown clip.
0: Yeah. Um, and so this, get, strap in.
2: This is an explanation from Joe Joe Wilkins. Um the voice, how he gathers his power and how he's able to do the things that he does do so well
0: it just uh for yeah just keep in mind that all of Joe Wilkins is coming out of an eleven year old girl's body
2: yes this is coming out of little Janet Hodgson um and I also just want to give a brief thing it's I have not listened to this with headphones yet I've been playing with it for a little bit so it's probably it, gonna be. Yeah, pretty the, loud. The audio, it might be loud, and the feedback might be there. Uh, we did not record it. These are from the 70s, so give us a break. Okay? So if you're in your car,
0: you're going to go to your settings, right? Put the bass up all the way. It might blow and your then, speaker. Yeah, but then turn it up just below the highest setting, and you should be fine. Right? But,
2: but yeah, so here is Janet, a.k.a. Joe Wilkins, explaining uh, where the power
3: comes from and how it is used. Hello. Yeah, hello. Get ready. Yeah, hello. How he did that. Now are you gonna tell me how you how you knocked that session over? Come on, tell me
4: how you knocked, you it, knocked you it over. Ported by the bottom. You what? it <laughs> by the bottom. Yes. Underneath.
3: Underneath it, yes. yes. then what did you do? then what
4: did you do? Make Janet come in the room first.
3: Why did you make why did you have to make Janet come in the room first? So
4: she gets a blind.
3: So she gets the plane. Yes. Could you do it if, if Margaret came in the room first?
4: Margaret. Or,
3: or, or if Mrs. Hodgson came in the room first? Could you do it then?
4: No, she's too old.
3: She's too old. <laughs> could you do it if I came in the room first? No. Well, what's age got to do with it? What, what difference does it make? How- I take
4: energy from young people, not old
3: ones. Oh, you only take energy? Yes. Why can't you take energy from old people?
4: I use it when in die. Pardon? I do it all.
3: Oh, old people use more energy during the day. And do, and do young people store it up then? Yes. How do you take their energy?
4: Electric shocks.
3: You take it by electric shocks? <laughs> more <laughs> Do you take electrical energy then? Yes, I can. If you can? I can take electrical. You can take electrical yes. energy. If you don't take that energy, could you tip the city up if you didn't take that energy? No, no, I couldn't. You couldn't do it? Impossible. Yes. You always have to use energy from people? Yes. Can't you take energy from anything else? No. You can't?
4: No.
2: Okay. So. Yeah. What we have here now is utter chaos, all right? We have a ghost. And he is explaining that uh, through the powers of electromagnetism, he is able to essentially possess and take energy from a little girl and use it to his advantage.
0: Yeah. And he can't do it from old people because they just do not have the proper energy stored up. The bodies are breaking down. they got to use more of the energy during the day. Kids have a lot of it. It's not so what, it's what he just, uh, requires, fresh. okay?
4: Yeah. This kind of
1: reminds me of how... When uh, people see ghosts, you're you're more prone to it when you're young. I don't know. That's just what reminded me of it. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. I can more attracted
0: to the to the energy. We all have like uh like, I don't know what it's called necessarily, but there's electricity in every living human being in some degree.
2: Electromagnetism.
0: There we go. Right. Maybe not magnetism. It's elect. Yeah, there's electronic things going on. Our brains are firing endlessly i don't know something everything has to occur
2: but no so everything was, does have to occur i wanted to throw that one in there we have one more that we'll tack on in a couple minutes here to round up the voice yeah we'll figure that out but these are some of the things that uh they're dealing with do
0: you hear the girl laughing it was probably margaret uh in the background laughing no about that me. was janet that was janet laughing intermittently but yes in with the voice going on at the same time yes that's why my, it, my. that's
2: why it's such a ding-a-wing of a case,
0: because, no yeah, it wasn't even just like in between, like, oh, I'll switch to this, go I'll switch to that. they were happening at the same time, yeah, no exactly That's ridiculous, yeah,
2: Janet was the one laughing there is there's other audio that uh you can find these all on YouTube, uh yeah. where Janet actually like talks to the Joe, main source
0: of our podcast,
2: and they like they have conversations like back and forth, which is. Just fucking batshit. Crazy to me. But, yeah, so all this is going on. Uh, Some of the names that were mentioned in here, uh, I don't know if you remember. We did mention them a little bit last week. Let's do a refresher. Yeah,
0: that would be uh, Richard Gross. Uh, Which is what, that's who Margaret was saying in the first clip, right? She's like, Mr. Gross! It sounds like Mr. Krabs. Uh, It's Mr. Gross.
2: Richard Gross. Uh, is Maurice Gross's son, who was just a local solicitor that wanted to come in and see what was going on. And then Richard Gross became very enthralled with the case and began doing just some interviews and investigating on his own. And um, later on, I don't know if we've discussed this yet. I think we did last week, but just one last refresher. Out with it. Uh, Joe said uh, in a later interview... That, uh, quote, I went blind and I had a hemorrhage and I fell asleep and I died on a chair in the corner downstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was some of the information that was pulled from this uh, time that Richard Gross would interrogate Mr. Wilkins. And then. Um, i.e., Janet.
0: Yeah. Doing the voice.
2: And uh, if you've seen The Conjuring 2, which we'll reference here and there because it is.
0: You
4: can't not mention it. It's important to the point, story you know. now.
0: Yeah.
2: Um it actually did occur where they put water in Janet's mouth and had her speak as Joe. And then uh early in 1978 in January, Margaret began speaking in a very similar voice. But uh it didn't have the same intensity or length Is, that Margaret Janet Margaret just
0: did. wanted attention, man. She was yeah. used to getting all the attention. She was the oldest. Janet was the middle child. She was jealous. Kids are like that, you know. But yeah, Kids so- are fucked up. These are some
2: of the things that uh, the voice phenomena has brought to the table with this uh, story, but it it is not just a one-time thing. It is very, very common in this situation, and it's almost at will. They could just say, we want to talk to Joe, and fucking bim, bam, boom. That guy's right there. Yeah,
0: he's right there. He's Uh, just
2: waiting, dude. He's like Mitchell waiting at a Taco Bell. That's what he's doing.
0: He's just always there. He is. (laughs) Always there waiting. But, yeah. At the end of the day, he just remembers he didn't order anything.
2: I just i, I wanted the chalupa. Did you guys see they're bringing nacho fries back? I never tried those. They're pretty good. I won't deny that. They're they're coming back at the end of the month.
0: Maybe just just a little side note. <laughs> we'll have to go investigate. That. I just there wanted a go. little
2: side note action on there. Side <laughs>
0: note: Nacho fries are back. Give us a sponsor, Taco Bell.
2: Yeah, yeah taco bell free i love blood. your
0: diablo sauce um, they do have some good ass sauce okay anyway yeah. let's so there's the, there were many uh things right there were many methods of investigation on the eidfield case between august of uh 77 and october of 1978 which is pretty much the span of it. it was about 18 months right yeah uh so yeah so uh let's start on this one it's a bit later but in uh, May of 1978, the SPR commissioned a committee of investigating in, of investigators uh, consisting of Mary Rose Barrington, Hugh Pincott, Peter Holson, and John Stiles. So Ryan Stiles' brother from Who's Line? Who's... Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, who's... How good is Who's you Line? You weren't ready for that reference, were you? Oh, my God. That show is fucking gold. But anyway... So yeah, these four people, are on the town, they're on the case. Uh, they carefully interviewed many witnesses, because at this point, there's up to about 30 witnesses who have either seen or heard things or been in direct contact. Or uh, there's, there's a lot of witnesses in this case, right? So uh, they interviewed them. They went out and interviewed him carefully, and uh, they also called upon the expertise of Mr. Charles Moses of the Southern California Society for Psychical Research. Psychical? Psychical research. <laughs> Fizzoli. Yeah, the breadsticks. Fizzool. Endless breadsticks. Um, so, yeah, the committee, uh, they after doing all this and calling upon Mr. Charles Moses, they uh, concluded that there was pretty good evidence for the paranormal being legitimate, uh, despite a few of the incidents that occurred where uh, there were either not witnesses... Uh, So there was only, like, one witness, so it was, was like, one person's word. And some of the people they interviewed they found to be kind of sketchy. But even that being said, uh, regardless, they they, uh, they think it's legitimate. It's paranormal. Yeah, they're like, you know what? This is the real deal. This is the bee's knees.
2: They got people coming in that know what they're talking about and what they're doing, and that's how this case honestly got so big, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah. I don't know. But the but one thing that they were wary to do uh after their investigation was to attribute Janet's voice to the paranormal activity. The uh, movie? Oh, oh yeah. Dude what what was the budget of that movie? Wasn't it like two hundred dollars or some shit?
2: I don't know. You know what I learned about
0: Paranormal that movie? Activity? Um, one, two, three, four, five or six, seven,
2: eight, nine. Uh how many of
0: those movies are there?
2: A lot.
0: Too many, but what were you gonna say?
2: Um, I, I've been on a big uh, Sons of Anarchy thing lately. Yeah, I've noticed. I'm, I'm rewatching that <laughs> every show. day.
1: I'm here.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I love that show so much. Um, uh, for any of you that have actually seen that show, Mitch, I know you used to watch it with me a little bit. Uh, Opie's wife, who spoiler alert, the show's been over for fucking six years, she dies. Uh, she gets shot. What? Uh, she is the sister in the first three Paranormal Activity movies. Really? And that is why she looks so familiar, because I was looking in, into it, and I was like, I know who you are. And it was like, yeah, she was in Paranormal Activity 1, 2, and 3. And I was like, dude, no fucking way. That's Opie's wife.
0: So she she's seen uh, The Scary Side of Life on two fronts, eh? Yeah, side note, again, go.
2: but... Uh, that show's just fantastic. No, it's good. You got to get past the cheese ball. There's a lot of cheese in it, but other than that, it's it's really it's a good ride. It's worth your time. Yeah, yeah. that's for me. I don't give my stamp of approval to just anything. Okay.
0: Really, we watch a lot of shit.
2: And it doesn't mean I like it. I have seen so many things that I very much dislike. No, I'm skeptical. I. I would say there's probably under... You like everything. There's, there's, I think
0: you like everything, Grant. There's
2: probably under 100 movies that I would claim that I like.
0: I don't believe... Okay, I was joking before, but I don't believe that. No, it's true. <laughs> that is bullshit. It's true. No way.
2: I don't think I'm hitting triple digits. I don't. I don't.
0: You're a charlatan and a swine, and I will say that to the day I die. I'm
2: trying trying okay let's go okay back.
0: let's get back into so sorry so there's a uh, other methods of investigation right uh, aside from the committee uh physicist john hasted who was the guy who did the uh the uh, earlier experiment i talked about where they determined she was uh, basically a metal singer uh he found that while janet spoke with the voice uh she increased in weight ever so slightly right uh, he reported during an experiment where Janet uh, was strapped to a couch, and, and it was on a scale, right? He witnessed two sudden five-second-long increases of weight of about one kilogram. All Interesting, right. right? So maybe this uh, this voice that's coming out of her when it is present is like maybe that weight is maybe the uh, slight electrical something of this guy, Joe, it could be Joe Man, the one Joe kilogram Mama.
2: ghost. Yeah, that's really? old school <laughs> 1999 jokes right there, baby. <laughs> you guys remember the what is that shirt company with the dogs?
0: Oh, wasn't that like a that was like a whole store right with no, the it bulldogs is. that like, the, are just yeah. like I'll kick your ass and drive my truck over your remains or something. What are they? Yeah, it's the, just like, the, a, like they're dog. like bulldogs with their arms crossed and they look like. Forty-year-old fathers like grilling,
2: dude. My aunt, she still like wears those shirts, and I love them. They're like so cool. Dude, those used
0: to be everywhere. I remember walking by like a fucking store of theirs, like in a mall somewhere in Michigan. Uh huh. But dude, those were everywhere in like elementary school, like middle school.
2: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're called like Big Dog or something. Those Probably. Bad ass, <laughs> dude. I mean,
0: it describes it perfectly.
2: I love those. I, I I'll be completely honest with you. I forgot how I got to that comment. I was so excited that I just blurted it out and I forgot where I was going (laughs) with it.
0: Uh, was uh, something about a weight with one kilogram and then a Yo Mama joke and oh, then, le- you know, then er- in the late 90s. And then we got to the dog shirts. I was
2: thinking late 90s, you know, the big dog shirts. That's, that's where I was coming from. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, I'm back. I circled back. It's okay.
0: <laughs> but maybe Joe is a one kilogram molecule that overtakes Janet. Who he knows? Very mo- much could be. I that, mean, that could you think be a this, thing. Let's Though, say a
2: ghost, it has to have some weight to it
0: somewhere. Maybe. I mean, this. Uh, apparently, they were unable to explain this. Like, there was never an explanation for any of this. Also, during this, during this time that uh, this was happening, uh, a light bulb in the room exploded. Right? Isn't that weird? Isn't that just fucking crazy, Mitch? What do you have to what, say? The microphone's the over again? by you. One kilogram.
1: One kilogram, huh? That has to be metaphysical weight. If he's a ghost or a demon.
0: This is basically what we're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> all right. Great commentary. Thanks, Mitch. Uh Mitch. I'm,
1: I'm getting distracted here with the weather and all these other things. You're like
0: the What, what? the weather's outside, You're we're like we're the, indoors right now. They don't know. You're
2: like the Fox uh the guys that do like the football commentary on Fox, they just say like the dumbest shit. They're like <laughs> Wouldn't it have been great if he caught that ball? Like <laughs>
0: Yeah, no fucking shit, dude. That's the you're point. You're going into Mitch. You're like, you're like those guys who stay stupid shit all the time. You're just like those What's idiots his name, Chris who say worthless, worthless information.
2: That guy's so bad, dude. Chris Collinsworth is just like, I haven't seen. Everything is like a comment to the old day. It's always like, I haven't seen that since Brett Favre. It's like, not everyone is Brett Favre, Chris Collinsworth. Please shut the fuck dude,
0: up. Well, was John Madden obsessed with him, too.
2: John Madden's the shit. I love John Madden with all my heart.
0: So this is something that I was cat it was cast out on for me the other day. John Madden isn't like No, it's Steve Madden who does, yeah, the, purse who does guy? the shoes. The or the the fashion I guy. for the like the longest time. I was like, "Oh yeah, John Madden like He's in this business now. Like no. I thought that for years. No, he's And he I was like, not. wait a minute, that says Steve. Um,
2: I have not fact-checked this. I'm pretty sure he was the head coach. No, it's coach. a completely different name. pretty sure he's the head... John Madden was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. And then he also was a sports commentator that, I mean, I guess in a sense, kind of revolutionized sports commentary, because he's got a whole video game series named after him since the fucking 80s, yeah. so... John Madden. So he doesn't make purses right. and shoes.
0: No, he. That are too expensive. He's
2: only about the balls that have feet. Ah, yes. John Madden was. Yeah, he was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. How about that? There you go. I knew something. Check,
0: check. But yeah, all right, let's circle it back, I guess. Uh,
4: <laughs> big John Madden in a big dog shirt. <laughs>
0: During this experiment, Janet was strapped to a couch. She had a big dog shirt on. John and, Madden uh, <laughs> was circling her with a yellow highlighter, saying, "No, you see, this is where Joe the this Ghost
2: comes This is very from. unlike
0: Brett Favre, but uh, no. So yeah, during this uh, that experiment where she was weighed, and the uh, sudden five sec- there were two sudden five second increases in weight of about a kilogram uh, during that uh, while she was strapped to the couch. A light bulb exploded in the room, and it was kaboom, lit- kaboom. It was probably like or something like that, maybe a pop. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz! What oh, what a relief it is! Oh, yes, diuretic, Alka-Seltzer, is that what it is? Yeah, nice. I know advertisements. The no, only anyway. two
2: things you put in the water are dentures and Alka-Seltzer. Think about it.
0: What about uh? Those nope. Th- what about those like little pills that like they dissolve and like little foam dinosaurs come out?
2: Never heard of them. Well, Never heard of them. That's not true.
0: I have heard of those. I just I was didn't want to say be you're wrong. not living. I don't know. But um yeah, so that was one thing, right, exploding uh, light bulb, crazy. And another thing, right? Okay, so physicist David Robertson uh, he also conducted experiments at the house. He attempted to secretly record Janet, apparently. That's... Which is 11. sort of uh, Yeah. That's... And it th- th- it that was the 11. 70s. No one dude, she was, she was just taking a piss. It wasn't even sexual. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, it, this, was this it was Joel. It was Joel. <laughs> this was the late 70s. It's a slum of fucking London. I didn't <laughs> no know one, fucking... No one's paying attention. I didn't know Jerry no one was, was who a knew ghost it. hunter. Oh yes. <laughs> but anyway, he, he tried to uh secretly record Janet, right? But he found it impossible to hide the equipment from her. Uh so he was unable to do this, right? <laughs> damn it, she keeps <laughs> seeing
2: the camera in the toilet. The camera lamp, damn it.
0: <laughs> but uh
2: Can't get a good angle on this bitch.
0: <laughs> but while he was doing this and getting caught, but and so utterly pretty much not getting any uh recorded like uh visual, you know, uh tape. Uh he did say that he witnessed Janet levitating. Uh he witnessed a red cushion teleport from one room onto the roof of the house, right? And he reported the overturning of a sideboard, his head was struck by a flying plate at some point. Whoa. <laughs> That's and the sound uh, he made. Yeah, what? and then his hair was also being pulled while sleeping on the floor of the front room in the middle of the night.
2: This guy—I don't know
0: if he's being pulled across the room by his hair. That would be a bit scarier.
2: That'd be oh, that'd be so cool, dude. That's like some leather face shit. Yeah, that's badass. I like that, dude. I gotta watch that. I've only seen clips
0: of that movie. I need to see.
2: It. Really, dude? The original's got a guy in a wheelchair in it. You're a star. Not kidding! Hell yeah! The other guy—that was in the seventies. Talk about progressive, okay?
0: <laughs> and now actors just sit in chairs and pretend to not. Yeah, be Yeah, now to Brian
2: get up. Cranston plays a guy in a wheelchair. Why didn't that role go to me?
0: Drake and DeGrassi.
2: <laughs> well, that guy is untalented and weird, and videotapes girls going to the bathroom. Who dude, are he's talking to Millie
0: Bobby Brown. He's like texting her. That's oh, just fucking strange. weird, dude. He's grooming her. We'll get into uh, pedophilia in Hollywood in some other episode. But, oh, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. But yeah, uh, so all those things were reported by Mr. David Robertson happening in the house while well, he was trying to get it on tape, but it never really successfully happened. But yeah, he witnessed her levitating, uh, couch cushion transported, uh, a bunch of stuff flying around, uh, hitting him in the face. like plates, All this stuff. All this stuff. So... Uh, so, Janet was given a uh, detailed physical and psychological assessment, right? Yeah, by the same guy. He's like, I'm going to detail you physically. Oh, God, no. It's like, and it's not on tape. But, <laughs> but no, uh, it was uh, it was at London's uh, Maudsley Institute of Neuropsychiatry, uh, right? Neuros- oh, Psychiatry. yes, of course. Neuropsychiatry. Do- uh, Dr. Peter Fenwick. Peter Frampton? That he comes alive, yes. Ooh.
2: He's doing that tube and the uh, guitar. It's a talk box. (laughs) (laughs) Those things are expensive. I've looked into
0: them. But but no, yeah. Uh, Dr. Peter Fenwick, and apparently no brain abnormalities uh, or evidence of epilepsy were found, which were some things that were suspected of Janet, but they weren't found at this very nice London Institute.
2: I like that. I like that a lot.
0: There was one thing. So, right? Okay. So Playfair, he's been there a while. He's been involved with this. Uh, he discovers through some research that he he did uh, that Janet's actions shared similarities with the manifestations of Tourette syndrome. Right? This couldn't be proven. This was just something that he felt the need to bring up. And uh, he's just grasping yeah, at straws because she would have like explosive utterances. Uh, she would bark. As do we have a recording of her barking? Yes, that is. barking like a dog. I have it when you're ready for it. Hell yeah, dude. All right, so, yeah, he thought this may have been Tourette's Syndrome because she had explosive utterances. She would bark. Uh, she would swear, like I said, one of uh, the voice's like favorite Like a goddamn things, sailor. Like a goddamn sailor. One of the voice's favorite things to say was, fuck off. Like so, Mitchell after one and a half old
2: styles.
0: You are slightly the lightweight. Mitchell. I'm there
1: with you, buddy. It's okay. No,
0: you guys are. You get hammering off one four loco? Come on. We drink hams,
1: <laughs> hams. Hey, the One four loco. I was not obliterated. I was just feeling good.
0: You need. I was to drink as often as possible, man. <laughs> Dude, as I'm often. bringing
2: a. I'm getting a four loco for tomorrow. Are you? Sure. Why not? Shit. I'll just piss all over Georgie's house. <laughs> if we like
0: six the next morning, fuck. I want to be there to witness. Mitch is my ride dog. Mitch your job to, uh, yeah, that too. Wow, <laughs> it's your job to Snapchat me updates of Grant and his four loco exploits.
2: Chocolate pain. Uh, yeah. So why don't we, why don't we get into uh, this last clip here? Huh? We'll start yeah. heading that way. Just one
0: more thing about the yeah, Tourette yeah. syndrome thing. Like, all right, so yeah, that's what play for a thought may have been going on. Uh, but it was never proven, and whenever doctors were called to the house, uh, they would merely prescribe her a calming drug to help her sleep. Drugs to help her to sleep, right? So, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the press actually tried to get in on this, too. The national press, uh, probably of, of England, right? Uh, it's not the international press. Of Texas. Press. Oh, Texas. The Texans. So no, the God national press reporters. Texas. They also uh, attempted to uncover the causes of the phenomenon in their own little ways. Uh, some introduced magicians Ooh, into the case. David Copperfield <laughs> shit. David Copperfield. Man. Mind freak. Like one of those things. No one got but, that uh, reference? You got to get the reference.
2: David Copperfield shit. No one got that?
0: No, it's nice.
2: Little Nicky. Yeah. No one got it. Shut up. God damn Everyone it. Everyone got
0: it. It's just so in the ether. That's such a normal part of our lives now, little Nikki.
2: I didn't. Th- I don't think you got that, Jake.
0: I don't think you're telling the truth. Who said it? Little Nikki, the movie said it.
2: Really? What scene?
0: <laughs> what number
1: seven hundred and eighty-four? I don't know. What are you talking this guy, about? This guy doesn't know Mitch. He's a <laughs> this fraud. guy doesn't know what scene Jake, for scene. Jake is gaslighting right now. Oh yeah, what number scene? Yeah, <laughs> it's like what no one has ever said that. Jake I'm far. being gaslighted. <laughs> Gaslit and a
0: lie, you fool. Grant's the gas lighter here. Oh, we'll light someone on fire. Yeah, we'll light someone you, on fire uh. with how many times you're fucking farting over there, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking lethal in here. <laughs> yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, get the lighter. But, uh, no, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, some of them brought in magicians because, guess the reason why? Because they wanted Joe to guess
2: what card it was.
0: There you go. Maybe. And you one do. of them did start showing the kids card tricks, although uh, the people who allowed them to go in there uh, basically said, uh, don't tell them you're magicians because they'll get distracted, right? But he just immediately started doing card tricks for them. But the reason that the national press reporters uh, sent some magicians in there uh, because of their expertise in trickery. They were kind of the people on the inside, their sleuths, to try to see if, uh, if 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 the case was a hoax or not. So yeah, and others. So that's weird, right? Magicians. I think that's kind of a bad way to do it. But uh, others brought in mediums uh, in attempts to uh, contact to you know come in contact with the haunting entity Joe, Mister Joe, right?
2: Mister Joe, Joe's Crab Shack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Oh, I, I want Joe. Crabby. A slang for coffee, maybe? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, some of the mediums. Uh, there were two Brazilian mediums specifically: Luis Gasparato and uh, Elsie Dubigras, Dubagras. Dubagras? Dubagras? Something like that. Uh, yeah, they apparently Esau. had. A sow. <laughs> it was a sow beble. But no, they had uh, they had pretty calming and uh, positive effects on Janet's behavior, though it didn't remedy it. It just kind of calmed her down for the moment that they were there, right? So yeah, and uh, so this other guy, he's kind of in the medium category. Uh, Matthew Manning uh, is probably the unsuccessful Manning brother, just Uh, like Cooper. Yeah, just
2: (laughs) keep away from Cooper. (laughs) What that reference?
0: I know that reference. What is it? I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. He doesn't know what it is. Keep (laughs) away from Cooper. It's some animated adult show. Keep going. And I'm pretty sure it's Family Guy. No. What is it? It's The Simpsons. Probably. Where
2: they go to Sibling Island. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sibling Island. I forgot about that. Uh, But, yeah. So this is the other guy, Matthew Manning. He's a brother of the Mannings. Uh, he concluded, he was, a, he's a, a healer and a psychic, right? And he concluded that the activity was due to the family's energy as opposed to an outside source. And, but despite this claim, he, much like Janet's mother, would, uh, immediately before activity would begin in the house, like the voice or any, like, an- anomalous activities, he would start to get severe headaches.
2: Migraines. Is Isn't that freaky? Mind grains
0: Mind freak. Yeah, so those are just uh, some of the ways that people start trying to do it lots of experiments Uh, the news had a bit more of a sensational uh, way of going about it but yeah, so those are some of the ways that they tried to investigate it but there's a lot more
2: alright, so I am going to plug in this last little audio clip here okay? and then I'm going to give you some of the other sides of the story some of the skeptical sides because that's what I do I have to play the devil's advocate for us here
0: there's a lot of stuff.
2: So buckle up, Buckaroos, because we are going to play this final voice clip. Right about No. Right now.
4: Wait. Wait a minute. Wait.
3: What else could you do with
4: energy? I the chairs over. Pull the plugs out. You can
3: oh, do oh, out oh, the
4: things you? Put books through the window. <laughs> uh, put books
3: through the window. Who um, put the books through the window? I did. You did?
4: I took a shortcut and put it through it.
3: Ah, oh, I see. How would you have done... If I'd have said to you, put that book through the window, without breaking the window, how would you have done it?
4: I opened the window on it. Sorry? I opened the window and flown it. it out.
3: You would have opened the window and thrown it out?
4: And it's the biggest window, Yeah.
3: But could you have thrown it through the glass itself, without breaking the glass? Yes. How would you do that, then?
4: Dematerialize it one night, didn't it? Dematerialise it. Yes.
3: How do you do that
4: then? I don't know, but I take them out, don't I? I
3: don't know how you do it. No. A gift. It's a gift, is it? <laughs> well, surely you should know how to do it.
2: There you go. So there was Janet. Uh, doing her thing again with... Uh,
0: Being Joe.
2: Yeah, you know, the craziness. And they're talking about potentially dematerializing objects and throwing them through windows. Is that not fucking crazy? No, it's
0: awesome. But then, like, I also thought, like, at the end where he was just kind of like, oh, how do you do that? It's kind of like, like, how do you move your arm? It's like, I don't know, I just fucking do it. Does a ghost know, like, how they do things? They're yeah, it's like, like, oh, like... The scien- here's the scientific... Uh,
1: that's explanation like, yeah, for how this that's happens. like asking god it's like how did you create everything i yeah, don't know motherfucker. i just did it yeah it just happened. i got i got a point about this so you know this is 11 year old girl even if she's faking it just the fact that she's like using a word like or just even the concept of dematerializing something is, is just it's just kind of a seven syllable word that's, exactly i just think it's funny like this girl could be very intelligent, and you know, not like know know what it is, but who knows? I don't know, man. I don't. It just impresses me.
4: So, and it
0: should. It should. Are
2: you guys ready for some of the truth and skepticism behind all this?
0: I don't know. If it's all truth. Uh, there is skepticism. There's
2: theories. You'll it's see. All theoretical. After the conclusion of the investigation. And we talked about it before, how the Warrens join and then they do their thing and they take the credit. Yeah. They, guy Playfair was the guy. He did it all.
0: Yeah. Guy Playfair <laughs> was there well, what did we say in the first episode, like 180 Something days like out that. of the year or some shit. But yeah, the Warrens just showed up one day uninvited, as a matter of fact, and got turned away at the door. So all of their claims were just fabricated. Yes. Anyway. Um, sorry, I just hate the Warrens.
2: After the case was done... Uh, Richard Gross and Guy Playfair had actually openly admitted that they had talked to Janet and Margaret and they both admitted to playing along uh, for the sake of the case to sensationalize it and that they had copied tricks that they heard and would play along with based on leading questions, things of that nature.
0: Yeah, I think Janet said that she covered she like kind of pretended and played into it. Yes. About 2% of the time though.
2: That was what they said, but they did openly admit that they were deceitful in some of their ways.
0: Yeah, they got caught by Playfair gross a bunch of times. Uh
2: the fam uh, other family members and neighbors uh came to check everything out. Uh, those that knew Peggy Hodgson well, uh they had no doubts about her personal integrity. However, uh, certain credible witnesses, including cousins and aunts, uh, disputed her credibility, saying that it only was possible that this would benefit her situation, seeing as how she was a poor single mother, and now she had two years worth of attention to surround herself in.
0: I love how like the friends, like the neighbors, are like, yeah, she's like awesome, and her family's like, she's just fucking lying because she's a poor bitch. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like just be a family. Be be cool, man. Like Um What's going on with that?
2: So then we have uh this guy named John Belliff, who wrote a book in nineteen eighty about this. He started his process by joining the investigation here and there. And um him along with someone else named John Burkholm had interviewed Janet quite a bit. And in 1978, Janet admitted that in the year 1976, she had taught herself to speak in an unnaturally deep voice one day in her room, and she enjoyed doing that outside and at school to keep strangers worried about her possible health. So she would use this deep voice that she had learned how to use to scare neighbors and strangers. Interesting. So we have that going. Um... Gregory also later stated that uh, everything that was going on was pure nonsense and that it was egged on by investigators and that there was no possible way to get a rational answer to anything because it had been so sensationalized there was no way to get to the bottom of the I mean the yeah truth. they're
0: bringing in magicians though.
2: um but yeah so then they have Melvin Harris who was uh he was a prominent debunking book author Things of this nature. Uh, he analyzed a lot of the photographs that were taken, and uh, the most famous photo is of them jumping or floating, as they say. Yeah,
0: they, yeah. We'll post it later on the shit, but uh,
2: that has been proven to be false, just based on scientific data. She's right next to a bed. They see <laughs> and like her yeah. knees are up, and it's yeah. like
0: she's jumping. It looks like they're having fun, honestly.
4: Uh
2: huh uh they a lot of the investigators definitely defended themselves uh Guy Playfair was a lot more honest, saying that he believes what he saw, but he understands that not everyone will in this case because it's just that sensational yeah
0: the sincerity of that is 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 nice though,
2: yeah, so then we have this going on right, and then um towards the end of his life, uh Richard Gross was occupied with defending this investigation so much that he actually would go on national circuits and do conferences, speaking about it, things of that nature. Uh, he actually was part of a TV program called Strange But True, and uh, that was where he was attacked by psychologist Nicholas Humphreys, and uh, they tried to, I guess you would say, uh, run him into a wall with uh, no way of backing himself out. Yeah. And uh, he did a, not do that.
0: questions into a corner. Or something like that. Yeah.
2: So you had all this going on. Um, Janet has still defends herself even into uh, the present day. Her last public interview was in uh, 2012. Yeah. I think she, she said
0: at some point she like uh, she knew when the voice was happening, but she couldn't control it or something yeah. in a recent interview.
2: Um, so that's what we're dealing with here. Then I'll give you a little bit of present-day history. Peggy Hodgson died in 2003. Uh, Her older son, John, died in 1981 after the conclusion of these events.
0: Yeah, he died of cancer uh, Mm -hmm. at the age of 14.
2: Uh, Janet left home at 16. Uh, She suffered the loss of her son when he was 18. And then Maurice Gross died in 2006. Uh, After all these events happened, Peggy never really went back into the spotlight. She kept to herself.
0: Yeah. Things like that. Kind of understandably. Yeah. Um,
2: Janet, who was 45 at the time of this interview, mentioned that she was bullied a lot at school because of what had happened and what they knew.
0: Yeah, and her little brother was also bullied. I think he uh, he was called a uh, a freak boy from the ghost house, and he would get spit on and shit.
2: Yeah, something like that. Um, in typical story fashion. Uh, Janet says that she played with a Ouija board, uh, before the trouble began, and that she had been unaware that she was going into trances until she was shown the photographs after the fact. Um, quote, I'm just gonna read this to you, alright? I knew when the voices were happening, of course. It felt like something was behind me all the time. They did all sorts of tests, filling my mouth with water and so on, but the voices still came out. The levitation was scary because you didn't know where you were going to land. I remember a curtain being uh, wound around my neck. I was screaming. I thought I was going to die. End quote. That is this. There is one piece of information that I'd like to throw at you. Yeah. So the story of Joe Wilkins, you know, the one that they throw around. Yeah, give it to me. The name Joe Wilkins is correct. The previous owner of the home was named Joe Wilkins. Yep. He died at the age of 76. Mm-hmm. It was not because of a brain hemorrhage, and it was not in the house nor in the chair. He died at a local hospital after suffering multiple heart attacks.
0: Did he have a heart attack in the chair, though, and then was transported to the hospital? They don't Maybe. know.
2: Maybe. They looked at death records. He did not die in the home. He was pronounced dead in the hospital after being admitted there days previous. And he, the way she said it, a brain hemorrhage, is not what killed him. Mm. So that is something that skeptics throw at them a lot and say, Hey, fuck you. This is what's going on. Yeah. But so there's the meat and potatoes of it. I uh, will say right now, after the events of all this happened, um, Peggy Hodgson lived in the home until she died. Uh, it was briefly occupied by a mother of four named Claire Bennett, who stated, "This quote, I didn't see anything, but I definitely felt uncomfortable. There was some kind of presence in the house. I always felt like someone was looking at me."
0: End quote. I do wonder if she knew about the case, though.
2: She might. She yeah, might, but she did say. I feel say like that
0: definitely would have affected. Because she probably bought it. It was like, oh, it's super cheap, all this stuff's around it. Or like, oh, it's super cheap, what the hell's going on? And then she felt uncomfortable. Who knows?
2: Yes. Um. Then after that, they moved out after two months of that. And then since then, the family is currently, or there's another family currently living in the home. And um, they do not want to be identified. And the mother has stated that she has children. They do not know the story, and she does not want them to become frightened or play into the story. So they act like nothing happened, and they live happily ever after.
0: Yeah, that's what you got to do with most things in life, I guess.
2: How about that? So there, that that's it for you, folks. That is the Enfield pull-through guys.
0: Yeah. By the way, like all the stuff, uh, all the stuff stopped happening uh, right as Janet got her period, eh? Yes, yeah. she
2: received her uh, first visit cable woman Flo.
0: and then uh, the haunting stopped the, the reckoning Basically, of Aunt just, Flo. yeah
2: which leads people to believe that perhaps this was some catastrophically hormonal shift
0: yeah but that these things kind of tend to surround uh, you know like young girls getting their first periods and stuff like the the previous to it leading up to it you know there's there's other cases where this is the case. It's a very, so maybe, it's a very strange well, bird. Maybe the symbolism of her becoming a woman means she's not a child anymore, so the, uh, the 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 possessor doesn't doesn't want their energy.
2: Who knows? It's real weird, man. It's like I I don't know where I fall on this one because I think I definitely I don't, don't either, think it's but not fake. You but don't think it's not fake? I think like I don't know. To me, I have a very weird thought process when it comes to possession and things like that and i'm not entirely sure if a ghost that lived in that house would have the capability of possessing someone and just speaking through them
1: but that would be clearly a lie if it's a demon possessing someone
2: well very much true very much true so it was it a lie why did the, the demon tell you the truth
0: He's not. He's saying he's the guy that used to live there, but he's a demon, in fact. Exactly.
2: So that's Mitch's point—that they would lie to you. Yeah. That's what he was saying.
0: I thought. Go on. It's fine. I <laughs> Wait. Go on. No, I thought. I thought you were saying that the fact that it may have been a demon was like ridiculous. Like that could never happen.
2: But yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot going into it. I want you. I want the listeners. I want you to decide what you think this is. You've heard the recordings. <laughs> you've heard the facts.
0: Which is pretty much what we do with all the episodes. It's like, decide for yourself. And this (laughs) is one... Take this info.
2: This is a stumper of an episode because I don't have an opinion. You don't. I just accept what I hear from both sides and I take it as it is.
0: (laughs) And then I go home and relax.
2: I really... I do. I'm taking this one as it is. I have no way of... I don't know I you like what it. I believe. I kinda
0: like to think that it's real, but you know.
2: I probably lean more towards that, but that's I I've always I always that's, tend to
0: it's the reason we have this podcast in the first place. We just like to talk about this shit and we like it. I think
2: if it's I were good. to I don't know, I wouldn't be me if I were to just shut it down and say I don't believe it because nah, you'd, you'd, be, how can you'd, you'd be not Georgie, it? dude. How can you not believe it? I wasn't there, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I wasn't there either.
2: I'm getting the information as it comes to me. I was a glimmer in dude. my
0: father's eye at that point. So Bim bam boom. There it is. That's Enfield. Enfield. Um, we'll it's th- the end of Enfield.
2: Next week, we have uh, we have our little off week, We're, we will be having between an topics
0: as we prepare. We are going for to yet another have, series.
2: We will be honestly. I'm probably going to look into a couple more urban legends.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's we'll just thing. we'll just kind of shoot the shit, talk about some weird stuff we find throughout the week. We'll have some good information. Just uh, you know, yeah.
2: And then we will be on to our next series, which we will announce next week to get you all excited for it.
0: So you can have a little taste. I'm not going to do
2: it now because I don't want you to to be that eager. You know, we'll get yeah, to it when we get to it.
0: I mean, how long is this next series uh, I believe to be? we have two, maybe it's gonna three. It's going to be two or three, yeah, so it's strap right? It'll be a while. Two or three years worth of episodes.
2: Um, it will be a good one, so be ready for that. Yeah. Um. That's that's me. That's Grant. Yo, it's I'm Grant done. over there.
0: Enfield it's, is out. There you go. And that's Jake over here right now. Uh, and then Mitch is here. Also, he was yeah. on the show. He spoke. Right. Say
2: hello, Mitch.
1: Hello.
0: All right. Goodbye. It's, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. We are starting a cult. Follow all the stuff cult- on. Uh, starting are we? Yeah, that too. But, but, fo- yeah. Follow us on all the shit. <laughs> uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, facebook and all that stuff and lips and patreon donate some stuff we're gonna be getting some cool stuff from patreon those of you that do give thank you very much uh but we could always use more because we always need things for the show to make it better
2: i forgot We're a week behind i want to thank matt carlton oh yeah thanks bro for being our other patron you're yeah. a good man New I patron. thank you very here. much for that you're a good man you're better than mitch because mitch doesn't donate
0: mitch is a fucking idiot
1: i'm on here that's 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 all you have to say i'm paying with my time we don't ask you to be here you just show up (laughs) i could be i could be like saving like orphans right now but no yeah but you're not you son of a bitch (laughs) the real question is are we starting a cult
0: we're we're, we are starting a cult yeah
1: cult starting are we